welcome back to the Without Context podcast, uh, which apparently this is episode 21. And uh, Sharky made the joke before we started that now the podcast can legally drink. Uh, sorry for sniping your joke, Sharky. <laughs> uh, but in honor of 21 and my own like horrific memories of my 21st birthday, we're going to talk about cozy games. Uh, some people love them. A lot of people don't. I'm a big proponent of cozy games. So we're going to just talk about cozy games and be cozy for episode 21. Um, I think well, I'm going to pick on... Rough. <laughs> I think I'm going to pick on Deca to go first because I know that he has something exciting to talk about with his cozy games. So I think you mentioned last episode. Uh, well. yeah. Also, uh, also want to add on, uh, if you want listen to the podcast on not Spotify, but the actual RSS feed, you will notice that this is season two, episode two. Ooh. Each season is going to, I'm probably going to break down each year as the season. So 52 episode seasons, let's go. <laughs> so we're on season two, episode two, and 2022. Yeah. Yep. Noise. Netflix could never. Netflix like, could never. No, it's like it's like Bunge. It's like Bungie's making the release date for the next Dusty expansion February twenty second, twenty two. So because it, it falls on a Tuesday, and that's they do all their like reset patches on Tuesdays. So the fact that it fell on Tuesday, February twenty second, twenty two. It's Tuesday, Nate. But anyway, Deca, Deca, cozy games. Um, start us off. So. Like Haley, I do enjoy cozy games. Um, I have a few that I've played on, like the Switch. I have Animal Crossing. Um, I have uh, a couple Pokemon games. I like to play the Pokemon games when I. Uh, I like to play them a little more. I don't want to say competitive because I don't do like Nuzlocke or anything like that. But I, I, I find myself thinking too much for how I like to think of a cozy game. Uh, cozy game, I I define them as like just being able to sit there and just autopilot through the game, go chop go chop some wood, go do whatever whatever. Um, and to that effect, uh, I have gotten a few um just recently on my birthday because if you recall the last episode, uh, that Wednesday was my birthday, and to celebrate we went to a barcade and just off off the cuff someone was like, "Hey, does anyone want a Sega Genesis?" <laughs> Sure. So I went to their apartment and got picked up the picked up. It was it, it's in that it was in that laundry bag back there. Uh, just in the whole thing with the cords, two controllers and like a collection of games. So I uh, pick for a cozy game, at least that I own so far, because I do intend on re uh, re-upping my collection here is uh, Sonic 2. The second Genesis. Oh, is he? Oh, nice. um, <laughs> case and everything. I could shrink wrap this back and like flip it for several thousand. I've checked the prices. Jeez Louise. Um, Sonic 2 is the sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, you all know what the fuck this is. <laughs> Those of you listening. You all know uh, who it is. <laughs> you all know who Sonic is. Um... But the unique thing about this game is it has uh, it has a two-player co-op, which you can play in the single-player mode, and it has a versus mode that you can play. 
Um, and I introduced my nephew to this game uh, last night, actually, as of recording. Um, and it was it was funny because we were playing for a bit. We were playing the the versus mode where he can he can like it's competitive and it's like a split screen thing. And uh, he even took a couple of maps because we were like kind of messing around. Uh, we were doing just the four maps, and uh, at the end of it, uh, he puts the controller down and was like, "Hey, are you, are you done playing, buddy?" He's like, "That was the most stress I've ever had in my entire life." <laughs> Welcome to the what was it? The mid to late nineties? Like early nineties. This is welcome to the Nintendo. I welcome to Nintendo difficulty, <laughs> as we call it. Nineteen ninety-two. That game is as old as I am. Yes, it is. And that's retro difficulty. Does that mean I'm retro difficulty? Yes. Um, but like for me, because again, I played this when I was like four or five or whatever. I can just kind of autopilot through the game. Um, I haven't even figured out. I don't remember how to do supersonic anymore. You can tell me in the comments, I guess. Uh, but I just like flip through. Um, I don't really do like grab all the collectible hidden stuff anymore. I just kind of like just turn on this get get the like super speed power up and just pew! you gotta go fast that's how you play sonic games gotta go fast uh, did you also have fast. chili dogs for dinner uh not today uh i had tamales oh even better <laughs> um another game that uh this is kind of a comfort game but also maybe not echo the, the dolphin. dolphin echo the dolphin <laughs> Um, again, Haley's I so happy. Wrap, I could shrink wrap that and flip that for several no, thousand. No, I've just never seen Echo the Dolphin in real life. Like, I've heard whispers of it on the internet, and like, I want to know what like '90s dolphin propaganda looked like. <laughs> okay, here I got. I'll, I'll read the back of it. Oh my god! <clears throat> life is a surging tide of adventure for Echo, the powerful young dolphin. A sudden storm tears Echo's family from their home. They have them pronouns. We love that. Um, <laughs> now Echo, all alone, must plunge into a treacherous quest to save the dolphins and quite possibly the world. Tackle all the bold adventure of the Genesis game transformed into the brilliance of Sega CD. Leap and dive through incredible sea animations to magical undersea music and sounds. Submerge yourself in Q-Sound trademark. With serial hookup, you'll be surrounded in waves of 3D sound. Didn't the sequel, like, introduce time travel also? <laughs> like, yes. didn't games start getting weird? <laughs> yeah. Explore over 30 levels of lethal dangers, including frenzied, frenzied sharks, stinging jellyfish, and deadly riptides. Travel back in time to battle prehistoric sea creatures. Yeah, time travel. Beam out, yep. Beam out sonar waves to discover hidden routes. Solve the cryptic messages in crystal glyphs. Find the second library where glyphs reveal the secrets of the deep. Yes. How how is a riptide deadly to a dolphin? They live in the ocean. Riptides are deadly to people because we don't live in the ocean and could drown. And like obviously dolphins can drown, but like you know, you know, I'm gonna put a pin in this because <laughs> I could, I Haley, could talk for a, a very long time about my hatred of dolphins. 
But that is a topic for another day. We we're talking about cozy games, and me thinking about dolphins is decidedly uncozy. So I'm just gonna friendly frenzy sharks. This is anti shark propaganda, <laughs> like, which is a whole other thing I could pop the fuck off about because I am a shark kid. Like I was a shark girl who loved dinosaurs. So uh-huh. like, I mean, I loved dolphins back in the day until I learned about them. But Jaws that feels racist. like a topic Jaws for another is- podcast. <laughs> Jaws is racist propaganda against sharks. <laughs> yep. Jaws, Sharknado, uh, what was that? Like, at pretty much any movie that has any a shark sci-fi that's movie. not Finding Nemo <laughs> is, like, anti-shark propaganda. But anyway, I, cozy I have, games. I have one more that decidedly isn't a cozy game, but it's hilarious um, that I just happen to have right here. Um, the uh, video game adaptation of cliffhanger from sylvester stallone look at stallone look at that mature 13 <laughs> at... instead of mature 18 rating <laughs> why well, stallone had no business rocking those short of shorts in that movie it was the 90s it, it was, was the 90s absolutely. i don't, I don't know, know if it'll pick up but check out those graphics that's oh, like tasty. pure 2d side scrolling stallone yep except for that for, except for this one it's like, a spa- it's like a space harrier like yeah weird like behind the shoulder kind of 3d environment yeah. like shooting kind of th- thing this is this is supposed to be a cinematic sequence i'm pretty sure they just took movie scenes and put it into like the fmv style where it's all pixelated yep. but it's still the scene from the movie yep just like compressed that down is. to like 20 kilobytes <laughs> and that may not be uh cozy in a traditional sense but it is fun to look at those from that oh, is God. like I love licensed like games from like movie properties. This is 1993, so uh, yeah, well, um, just about 30 years ago, going on 40. Yeah, 30. 30. Yeah, math. 28. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 29. Know. Okay, I was 29. gonna say going on 40. I was like, I went 10 the wrong way. Pardon me. <laughs> You I went the wrong way. <laughs> What's the thing? It was like a the '90s, or as as far away as the '70s were from the '90s now. So <laughs> you just gave me a heart palpitation. <laughs> I just said heart. I like. I don't know. I'll have to go watch that re- feedback because, like, I felt like my heart jump up into my throat, and I thought I was gonna puke. <laughs> so, what is worth? I didn't hear you. Yo. <sighs> oh, didn't hear didn't hear me <laughs> nope so, um, so the uh it's like i said the 90s or well no my math is all fucked up on that thing because it's been 30 years since the 90s not 20 so I used whatever. To, I used to, I used whatever i used to do that it's about been a, like Meta- we old I used, to, <laughs> I used to do that i used to do that about metallica songs where i'd be like oh yeah that was 30 years oh wait no, no it wasn't <laughs> Then like a like slight, a... the slight tinge of existential crisis. What was this like? Me like... listening to Newfound Glory, and I was like, "This album came out twenty-four years ago." So it's <laughs> like. Anyway, um, as far as other cozy games, like I said, I like to have games where I can just turn my brain off. So, like maybe to me, a game like, um, like Saints Row or like uh, Watch Dogs or those open world like, kind of do whatever Grand Theft Auto types. Yeah. are cozy for me because i can just turn my brain off and go commit crimes 
time for crime. <laughs> <laughs> and while the content isn't like, you know, comfy sweaters and drinking tea by the uh drinking tea by a snowy window, it is comfort for me because I don't have to actively think about what's going on around me. Yeah. And that is becoming more and more prevalent. So. Anyway, those are my comfort games. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Uh, who, who, who shall go next? Do you want me to go, or do you want to go, Sharky? I can go, because mine will be quick. There is no peace in games. I play games to do things. <laughs> 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 no, uh, when, I have an, when I have a Super Nintendo emulator, I'll kick back and play the original Harvest Moon. Because that game, just in all of its Super Nintendo art style coziness. It's that Kirby games. Just like, even though like you're still doing stuff, they're just like so whimsical to play through, and I just enjoy playing through them. And uh, in more recent times, uh, I do hop on Minecraft once in a while. Uh, I did play Stardew Valley a little bit. Um, sometimes it's like more music games. Like I've been playing, uh, I've been starting to play uh, Friday Night Funkin' a lot. Which is just uh it's basically just DDR with like the arrows DDR. but it's like songs and it's like a you versus a computer like battle mode. But it's from the it's from like all the Newgrounds guys. So you see all these like old like Newgrounds references and stuff in it. Like you see the one of the battles is like against like the tank the tank guys from like the like logo and stuff. So You can also been, battle Parappa the rapper. Yeah. So I've been uh playing those. Um a bit more lately but yeah usually when i'm playing games i'm like playing destiny or something so it's like not a relaxing game i'm doing stuff so but then like deco said uh i'll hop on an emulator play pokemon every now and then so turn my brain off and go yeah just like play through silver again just because i love it so much great but, choice great choice yeah i don't I don't play games to relax. I play games to be stressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm currently ta uh, playing. Uh, this isn't. Uh, this is not a comfort game in the slightest. I am currently playing uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, it's it just Star Wars Dark Souls. It's not a cozy it is, game. It is Star Wars Dark Souls. It is not. But the thing, the difference is, I'm, I'm invested in the universe. So yeah. like I can play it and not like I don't like Dark Souls because I don't I'm I don't give a shit about the world around me. It looks blear it looks drab and dreary and I don't like it. Yeah, and but I yeah, I'm anyway. Yeah, it's like that. Dark Souls is not something I consider a cozy game unless you're no. a sadist. <laughs> so <laughs> And then you're right at home. But um uh, yeah, I probably should uh like take time to play other stuff. I mean, aside from Destiny being my main game, I do need to get on Final Fantasy 14 again. And I guess that could be considered cozy because MMO, you're not really like active all the time. Most of the time you're, you're like, like just exploring and it's like doing your thing and just watching it unfold. It's not really like that much of a you need your attention like on it if you're just going around doing stuff. Unless you're savage like, rating. I like the music. The so, music is really good. It's peaceful. It's just kind of running around the outside of cities mm -hmm. and stuff. Hopefully I do bring myself to play that again, because I'm still paying on it, so I should probably <laughs> get around to doing that. Gotta 
update your subscription. Uh, Bruh. Our friend, a uh, mutual friend of ours, posted a thing. It's like, I want to see your character. And you could, like, put in your number, and it'll give you, like, a card of, like, all your classes, what rank you are, or what level you are in each of them, and all that. And she's, like, maxed out of, like, everything. And then you see mine, it's, like, level 31 class. There's, <laughs> like, one, one, like, background job. It's, like, level 9, and I'm, like, am baby. <laughs> like, it was like everybody was posting after us, so like all these different classes have levels in them, and I'm like, I am baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> I when am. You reach level ninety, you'll be when you reach level ninety, you'll be like, I am no longer baby. I desire power. <laughs> Just, I am no longer baby. <laughs> I've committed to maxing a class level in an MMO. <laughs> but I did that with Ragnarok back in the day, so I think I can do it here. <laughs> I've played a shit ton of Ragnarok online in like middle school and high school. What's Ragnarok? It's oh a, boy. That's a whole episode that we gonna do now. <laughs> MMOs? <laughs> I could talk slightly about MMOs. Cause also, as long uh, as you count Neopets as an MMO. Sure. I'll allow it. It's like, <laughs> it's, I'll, I'll allow There's it no in the same here. vein that ZOMG, <laughs> ZOMG is, a, is an MMO. There's well, no... I technically did play World of Warcraft for a short period of time. College sure. boyfriend taught me World of Warcraft so he could play more League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> That's a leap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried. Uh... I played WoW for approximately 10 minutes and realized this game sucks. <laughs> so I couldn't tell you anything about it other than they wanted nope. me to kill like cute little animals to like a, get a check mark and I refused to so I just ran around and then kept dying but that's yeah that's right. me uh, wh- what are cozy games <laughs> anyway let's go to Haley <laughs> <laughs> it's I think I think we've unintentionally gone into a stereotype where like oh, of course the girl likes the cozy games it's like yeah uh, I do, do I? enjoy cozy games because for uh, I got really into cozy games in grad school for obvious reasons. Because you're in grad school. I was about to say, it's like, uh, it is perfectly acceptable for Haley to be into cozy games, because if you know in real life, she's on the brink of tears every day, so... <laughs> like, we're like, as we speak. Like, we in the Discord, and it's like, it's a D&D Discord, but it could also stand for Dungeons and Depression. So... <laughs> But, but but yeah, I I had my like revival into cozy games uh, in grad school, and I like my first one I would say is The Sims. I started playing The Sims when I was very young. Was introduced to it by an older neighbor, uh, who was like, "You can make them fuck," and I was like, <laughs> "But you can also micromanage somebody's life exactly <laughs> the, the way you want it to go." Kicks in. It's oh, not no. even a god complex. It's it's like that line from whatever Frozen movie when Olaf is like, this is like having control over something when things feel out of control. Like, especially when I was in grad school, whether by my own devices or just like circumstance, a lot of pressure was on me. Like I was a student leader. I was like the face of the graduate school office. Like everybody came to me for absolutely everything that they needed. And that was 
the fucking worst. <laughs> I love helping people. It's really great. I get a lot of personal satisfaction out of it. It is an immense amount of pressure to have to like maintain perfection at all times. Like as soon as you step on campus, it's just like, bing, a, a new personality unlocked. Now you have to maintain this level of energy for the entire 15 hours you're on campus. So cozy games were a way for me to sort of exert control over something. <laughs> while also having no expectations thrust upon me. So like, oh, in The Sims, you want to micromanage this person and then like let them drown in a swimming pool? You can do that. You want to give them a perfect life and then ruin their marriage? You can do that. I don't like doing that. It's mean. Um, and then someone goes, hey, Haley, you should play Stardew Valley. And that's when things really took a turn for me was the introduction of Stardew Valley into my life. Uh, I was writing my thesis. I was crying, I would say, upwards of seven to ten times per day. <laughs> like any time I was like, it's time for a five minute break. That five minute break would consist of me crying and screaming into a pillow and then going <sighs> anyway, and then going back to what I was doing. And then Stardew Valley came into my life and it was like, hey, Haley. Do you want to abandon your soul crushing life of academia <laughs> and expectation and have a farm with chickens and adorable little cows and pigs and a dog and a husband who is a who is a doctor and looks a lot like the fiance you haven't seen in several months because he had to move <laughs> across the country for his job? Hold on, that's getting awfully specific. <laughs> Harvey, why do you think I'm such a fucking Harvey stan, okay? He looks almost <laughs> exactly like my fiancé. He is an enormous softie. He's a fucking doctor. And let me just give you the occupations of, like, I am unfortunately heterosexual. So I am only attracted to boys. It is a curse. And the other boys in the game are this long-haired, like, very... I did not get straight vibes from Elliot. He's, he's an author. He has like long, luxurious flowing hair. He hangs out with the only confirmed lesbian in the game or not lesbian, I should say, like she can be bisexual if you play as a male character and you can romance her, but did not give me like straight kid vibes. And it was so hard to be his friend because he's in his house all the time. And then you have to be like a certain amount of friends to be able to go in somebody's house. So I was like, too hard. All I had to do was bring my sweet baby angel Harvey like a cup of coffee every day. And then I just got to like hang out in his office and be like, hey, Harvey, I brought you this cup of coffee. Then he's always just like, oh, my gosh, that's my favorite. How did you know? And I was like, I read about you on your Wikipedia article. Um, <laughs> I stalked I stalked your public life. <laughs> so, I, I committed I committed identity theft. <laughs> I was like, uh, and there's like pickles. How did you know those are my favorite? And I'm just like closing tabs on my phone i have no idea just a, just a stab in the dark so next candidate sebastian when i first saw sebastian he definitely checked a lot of boxes for me wears all black broody was like i hate the summertime it's That's too the hot blue hair guy? i don't think he has his hair is more black than blue okay the dark the darker i know who you're talking about yeah he has a motorcycle which is automatically like ooh, a dangerous boy oh, no. and i was, <laughs> and oh, I was no. very not everyone was like oh my god it would be textbook Haley to romance sebastian and then i saw him smoking a cigarette and i was like i'm out 
It's the year, at the time, it was the year of our Lord 2021, and you're smoking cigarettes? No. Plus, he, like, that that was, that was the deal breaker with Sebastian. Then we have Sam, who seems like he'd be a really cool guy to hang out with, but, like, all he does is, like, play on his skateboard and eat pizza and play pool. And I'm like, and he's like, oh, I have a band. And I'm like, I'm 28. 29 years old i i i see what you have to offer and i'm gonna politely decline (laughs) like there's like he had no red flags other than just like thank you but no thank you and then he has nothing in life (laughs) now and then there's shane who if i had played that game four years ago like if i had played that in 2018 i would have 100 gone after shane a broody it's literally mean to you. Uh, <laughs> literally an alcoholic. Um, but is soft and cute with chickens. Uh, there is like, I will say Stardew Valley shocked me because I was playing for like 100% completion because I have two master's degrees. Uh-huh. And <laughs> of course I'm going to go for perfection. They literally call it, they're like, don't you want to have perfection? And I'm like, yes. Don't tell my therapist, but yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's, there's a very out there scene. Like this game is just like, have a farm. You get it from your dead grandpa. You can make your dead grandpa proud. Like fight little slimes, grow your cute little stuff, have your chickens, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you get a certain amount of hearts with Shane, and you go to a certain area at a certain time, and he's passed out, drunk on a cliff. And I'm just like, hey, buddy, what's going on? And he's like, everything in my life sucks. I'm too little and stupid to do anything because he's like a short king. Oh, what's stopping me from just literally rolling off of this cliff? And I'm just like, Am I stopping a man from unaliving himself in Stardew Valley? <laughs> and the answer was yes. <laughs> you, because then like you talk him down, and I was like, you live, you live with your aunt Marnie and your cousin Jazz. Your cousin Jazz is like five. Wouldn't she be so sad if you rolled off of this cliff? Like, think of your sweet baby cousin Jazz. He's like, oh my god, Jazz, how can I do that? And then he like stops drinking, and he. It was very awkward for me, the situation, because at that point I had speed ran marrying Harvey. Like you start spring day one. We were married in the middle of fall year one, like <laughs> speed run. We knew each other for two months and I married the man. Haley went in and with a mission. She's like, I'm that getting That was my doctor. one job. And I was like, speed run marrying Harvey. My I'm crops, bagging this doctor. My crops <laughs> dead. My skin disgusting. My hair a mess but I speed ran marrying Harvey. (laughs) And then after you help him, you have to bring him to Harvey because he's the town doctor. So I'm like, I'm imagining this from Harvey's perspective in the game. His wife, mother of his children, rolls into his office in the middle of the night with this like alcohol poisoned man from town. That he's probably like, I didn't even know you were friends with Shane. I was like, I didn't know I was friends with Shane either, but here we are. <laughs> but anywho, then you get blue chickens. And I was like, what a revelation. I get to have blue chickens now. 
Um, but yeah, Stardew Valley has some pretty deep moments. Um, another character, if you choose to romance, um, you get to learn about their background with like a toxic, abusive ex that they like left the city and like came to Stardew Valley to escape from. Like it has some pretty like there's also a conspiracy theory that Abigail, who's the daughter of the shitty local town shopkeeper Pierre, we fucking hate Pierre, but we support a local business because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but we yeah. fucking hate Pierre. No, like you will literally give this man, like you will sell him produce and he'll they'll be so you'll talk to somebody in town and they're like, oh my God, I bought this turnip from Pierre and it was like so good. He said he grew it himself. I'm like, in what backyard? He doesn't even have a yard. You're going to believe Pierre being like, yeah, I grew this turnip all by myself when there's one farmer in town and it's me. <laughs> we fucking hate Pierre. Rotten. Disgusting. But I like how we, the cozy I like how the cozy game episode has gone to Haley's gripes with Stardew Valley. <laughs> I have no gripes. I have one gripe with Stardew Valley, but Haley's Haley's intense feelings of Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is my real housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> the real the real housewives of Stardew Valley. The real the real housewives of Stardew Valley. That's a um, fan you're fiction. You're you're That's welcome. That's a fan G4. fiction. <laughs> the real housewives of Stardew Valley. But that there's a conspiracy fiction. theory that Abigail is the secret love child of Caroline, Pierre's wife, and the random wizard who lives in the woods. <laughs> and the wizard. only, the and here's the evidence, and I just want you guys to hear the evidence, and then I'll shut up and talk about literally anything else. Um, the wizard and Abigail have purple hair, and no uh-huh. one else in the game has purple hair. Um, Abigail has like an affinity for like gems and rocks and cool things like that that like Does she the ponder the orb? She pondered the orb, he pondered the orb. And I don't know if Pondering it's a the glitch. orb is how we got here in the first place. I don't know if it's a glitch in the game, but everyone takes it as like solid evidence that she is not Pierre's child and is in fact like a wizard bitch. Um is that if you give her a jet like a, a mineral or a gemstone so like you can give her quartz her favorite is amethyst because her hair purple purple rock she'll she will respond to you great thanks i wanted i was hoping to have a snack and i'm like did you just eat a rock <laughs> like she'll thank you for the snack when you give her like a rock and everyone's like only a wizard, only a wizard's daughter would be able to eat rocks. <laughs> She's a Goron. She craves that mineral. <laughs> she craves that mineral. <laughs> also, it's like, yeah, it's anyway. like, She's a magic fish. Here's here's some quartz. <laughs> and I'm like, here's some quartz. Picks <laughs> <laughs> it up later. Goes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Stardew Valley definitely like plunged me into the eternal darkness that is cozy games. Um, another big one for me, obviously, Animal Crossing. Um, I have mixed emotions about Animal Crossing because as an environmentalist, Animal Crossing, I feel, is capitalist propaganda. And here's yes. why. <laughs> and here... <laughs> Go on. This has been a weird read... episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is what from, happens when you let me pick a from, topic. You should have learned this wizard. back in November. So from wizard affairs in a farming game to capital's propaganda animal crossing. Let's let's see how just, weird this episode gets. We're only 30 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I feel it's capitalist propaganda because in Animal Crossing, your town rating goes down because there's like, there's too many trees. I'm like, oh, so you, you, you value and prioritize land, like unsustainable land development. Mm -hmm. Not the, like that. And besides the fact that like, Tom Nook tricks you into like a predatory lending scheme as like a core mechanic oh, sure. of the game. <laughs> um and it literally rewards you for like decimating a, a thriving ecosystem and like exploiting <laughs> it for every resource that it has. Like a specific mechanic in Animal Crossing New Horizons is you can use a dodo ticket, which like costs like a certain amount of in-game currency to go to another island, strip it completely of its resources, and then they're like, oh, we burned the flight plans today, so make sure you got everything you needed from this island. <laughs> and I understand from a mechanic standpoint, like, you can't harvest enough wood from your island without cutting down all of your trees or whatever. So you can go to this island and get a bunch of wood, and it doesn't affect the layout of your island. But as someone who has a great, like, understanding of like ecology and environmental stuff i'm just sitting here like i feel like the biggest ickiest piece of ass playing this game have i played it excessively absolutely <laughs> has it been like my town is Howl's moving castle themed like there's a section like when you start off and you're in like um kingsbury and there's like sophie's hat shop and sophie's flower shop and like Howl's little magic shop and like it's there's royal gardens like it's very house movie castle themed and then I've dedicated the entire left side of my island to be untouched and it's the national park because I was like I I've also never uh, unlocked terraforming I have the ability to do so I will not spend the miles on it because I was like I am not destroying this ecosystem more <laughs> than I already have and all of my custom content in that game is at least a semi-permeable surface. So, like, I understand that, like, runoff and, like, water pollution is not a thing in Animal Crossing, but it is to me. <laughs> so I don't have any, like, hard-paved surfaces in my game. It's all cobblestone. It's all stepping stones. It's all dirt because I care about the environment. So I don't play Animal Crossing as much as I used to. But that brings us to Minecraft. <laughs> Which is currently ruining my life. And I will tell you, I've solidly... <laughs> I was waiting for this. I was waiting for I'm this. I'm going to disappoint you, Sharky, because I can pinpoint, like, hi, I have ADHD, so I get hyper fixations on things. And for a while, it was Minecraft. And I can pinpoint to you the exact moment I stopped giving a shit about Minecraft. And I'm going to share that story with you right now. <laughs> I accidentally befriended a wolf in my solo game of Minecraft. And his name was Papa. And notice, notice the tense that I used. His name was Papa. And Papa was the bestest boy. And we would go on adventures, and he would he help fell, me kill monsters. He fell into lava, didn't he? No. No, because oh, I don't go underground. Because you know what's underground in Minecraft? Scary things. I don't go outside at nighttime in Minecraft. Because you know what's out there? Scary things. So we are out in broad daylight. And I'm just walking with me and Papa. We're going to go over to the pond that I had <laughs> built so I could go fishing with Papa. And then all of a sudden, I hear... <laughs> and then I hear... 
<laughs> you uh-huh. go like the dog. Uh-huh. You go like the dog yelp, don't you? <laughs> and then creeper, up in my corner, a creeper Papa broke your was dog. Killed by a creeper. <laughs> and the only thing that I can just like, I can like, there's that gif of Tom from Tom and Jerry where he's like dead on the ground, and then his soul comes out of it and then goes up an escalator into the afterlife. I am Tom. And the thing going into the afterlife is me giving a shit about Minecraft. <laughs> and it was the moment that the game killed Papa. He had done nothing wrong. He had he had he had just fucking defended me from some spiders, and I didn't have enough raw flesh or whatever it is that dogs like to eat on me because I don't kill Not the animals. Flesh? What the fuck? <laughs> They'll eat rotten flesh from zombies, which I don't kill a lot of because I don't go outside at night and I don't fuck with zombies. And it's like, oh, you can feed them beef. And I was like, I don't kill cows. They're cute. I eat bread and vegetables. Like, I'm a vegan in fucking Minecraft. Because, like, how can you look (laughs) at a Minecraft chicken and kill it? How can you do that? So I was trying to collect things to feed to Papa to heal him. And then he was murdered viciously, senselessly by a creeper. And I put my controller down. My fiance was sitting next to me and I put my controller down and he goes, so you're not going to play Minecraft anymore, huh? (laughs) And I made this huge memorial to Papa (laughs) in my yard, like takes up half my garden in my yard. And I've tried, like I gave it the old college try, but I only play on creative mode now so that nothing can hurt me. And it's on fucking sight. With every Minecraft on behalf of Papa. So I wouldn't say that Minecraft is a cozy game for me anymore because I didn't know the dogs could die from creepers. I love the intricacies of Haley's like moral quandaries when it comes to block <laughs> games. <laughs> look, look. I have no qualms about killing a sim if it advances the plot and adds to the drama. The real housewives of the Sims 4. Sometimes you meet a sim and they just they just don't pass the vibe check and then they just gotta get eaten by a cow plant. I have no control over this. But when you take one of those Minecraft puppies, that sweet, like, innocent, square dog... And then you have that, like, abomination, like, weird green penis come along and kill that sweet baby angel. We got fucking problems, okay? I should have the option to not have creepers in my game. I know they give you gunpowder. I don't fucking care what that is. I don't know. I just want to have my puppies and my little pen of chickens. Which I have, I have a lot of beef with Minecraft now that I'm reflecting on. Like, why do all my animals want to run away from my pen all the time? I give them everything they could possibly need. And as soon as I leave the gate open, they're like, ah, and leave. The animals are like that in real life, too. What do you mean? That's how it works. No, it's not. If you take care of chick, like, I know people who have chickens. Uh-huh. Maybe not as true with chickens, but like other animals, like they know where home is and like where they get all of their needs met. So they oh, tend to not fuck want off. to leave. Whatever. I just, <laughs> I just, Minecraft has, to, it's not a cozy game. It killed Anymore. my dog. And <laughs> like, 
and like I I know I I'm like terrified to like download the pets expansion for Sims because like I know the pets die, <laughs> like they can die from old age or whatever. Like I've watched other people do it. Also, somebody recently on TikTok did a math equation of like here's how much money it would cost to get like the full game experience of The Sims Four. It's... I want you to give me an estimate of how much you think that is, and I'll just give you a quick price rundown. About fifteen hundred. Well, yeah, I think we Original talked about. It. I game, think it's like fifteen. I think it's like over a thousand. It's at nine hundred and fifty some dollars right now. I think oh, it's like nine hundred fifty four. Yeah. But they're releasing new content like quarterly. But that's to get one game. To, f- to get one uh, finished game. One finished. City- one finished game. City Skyline is like several tens of thousands i think to get the yeah, city, experience city skylines is not also um yeah we went down a road there see. with Haley. <laughs> so yeah, i mean i'm not even done uh, i could talk um, about more how much time do we have <laughs> plenty this go is, for it this was this was a cozy game and just been Haley talking about how games don't make her cozy anymore <laughs> so minecraft doesn't make me cozy i can play animal crossing still but like you get to a point in Animal Crossing where, like, your island is done being designed. I enjoy how it is. And there's, like, a certain degree of, like, I can't do enough to make this game continue to be fun. Like, I want to have a cafe outside, but it's not a functional cafe. So and I'm just doing it for it to look nice. And then my, like, ape brain is like, why not real cafe? It's the same in Skyrim. Like, I, by sheer force of will, turn Skyrim into a cozy game. <laughs> and it baffles my fiance because he's like, don't you want to, like, become, like, the most epic badass and, like, do all this stuff? And I'm like, no. I want to have my brood of children and my husband who used to be homeless and refuses to wear anything but his homeless guy clothes because that <laughs> is his choice and I love and respect that. Um... I leave money at home for them, even though I know they don't use it. But like, what if there's an emergency? I like bring home groceries. He's like, you know, the food isn't like weight, like cost effective for weight. And I'm like, please stop trying to bring math to my gaming experience. Like math is not cozy or fun for me. So I try not to think about it when playing a video game. But yeah, I'll turn anything into a fucking cozy game. Like the one, like I can't watch. I think my fiance's cozy game right now is fucking Doom. He's one of those people where like he finds comfort and joy and just repeatedly getting his ass beat in a video game. And I'm like, this is where you and I differ. Like, the Dark Souls, I, the Dark Souls like, people we mentioned earlier. <laughs> if I if I experience like one second of adversity in a video game, I'm like, I don't want to play it anymore. Just like I cold. face, I like, I get my ass beat, like, especially in grad school. Like I, my whole life was just getting my ass beat. Every time I went to campus, which just like, you fucking dumb. How did you <laughs> not, you have to fully fucking explain the fucking institutional theory in this thing. And no one's going to think you're smart. So I'm like, why would I want to experience that in my leisure time? <laughs> I'm with you on that because I worked in retail for 13 years and I don't, I don't want to, no, I don't want to, I, I want to turn my brain off. I, I, my job in undergrad or not undergrad, Jesus, we don't think about undergrad in grad school (laughs) was a lot of just like people telling me what to do. And like, they say jump, I say how high, and then I have to jump 10 feet above that. So uh, my ideal cozy game experience is just like, I want to do shit 
my way. And you're not going to tell me that that's the wrong way to do it. If I want to have a whole field of cute little strawberry plants, I don't care if that's the most cost-effective thing. I think the strawberries look cute. Chickens aren't the most cost-effective animal to raise in Stardew Valley. I'm sorry. Have you seen a Stardew Valley chicken? They're adorable. And I need <laughs> 10 gazillion of them. <laughs> oh, Haley, why aren't you having more pigs? They're finding the truffles gets you the most money. Have you seen a Stardew Valley pig? They're fucking awful looking. <laughs> like, like every other thing in that game is so cute. And then the pigs are just like this, like, warped abomination of like <laughs> like if you try to have someone like approximate what they thought a pig looked like and then like compressed it and it's weird and I hate the pigs they're ugly to look at so I have the cute cows and all the chickens it's like I, I, I looked at an image right now it's like they took um they took the, everything else is like cute and stylized and the pig is just hyper realistic <laughs> I I literally this this is probably gonna be a controversial thing, but I named my first pig Donald Trump because it just reminded me of him. <laughs> <laughs> like it just looks like if someone was like, "Hmm, I'm gonna think of the ugliest pig," and it has <laughs> Donald Trump's face. <laughs> it's just it's awful. Like I'll have to put a picture of it in the chat for you, Sharky, because it's just everything else is so cute. Like. I'll find a picture of the cows. You can get you can get ostriches in that game later on. Ostriches were added to the game. And even the ostriches are so cute. And then there's the pigs, which are so cute when they're little. And then you get this fucking what the fuck is that thing? I hate it. Like, no. No, 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 no. Only no, cute. No, no, Only no. Only soft. No, no. Like He's. I know that Concerned Ape is making a new game called Haunted Chocolatier. I'm excited for it because he confirmed that the dating mechanic is still going to be in there. And if it's a dating simulator, a bitch is in. Um, I used to play one of my, co I guess my first cozy games, which is, is going to be morbidly embarrassing to uh, admit to on the internet, was this Fun. Otome mobile game for your phone called Midnight Cinderella. Okay, who was it Mystic Messenger? Woo! No, I was too scared to do Woo! Mystic Messenger. Too scared. <laughs> too scared. No, this one was literally, like, this is the, literally the plotline of this game. You are some, like, peasant woman who's, like, a teacher. And they're, like, I don't know, like, socio-politically, this makes absolutely no sense. You're this peasant woman who's a school teacher. And your student was like, can you go get me this flower from the kingdom, the like the, the king's castle yard? And you're like, yes, child. They're opening it up so all the hot, like the ripped bonus women of the kingdom can like become the new princess because like the king didn't have any heir. So they was like, pick some random woman to become the literal queen of the country, which makes... Gonna pick... So you, your dumb MC ass, rolls into this castle just, like, wanting to get a flower for your little student. And then there's all these hot boys that are just like, what are you doing here? And then you get picked to be the princess. Then you just get to pick whichever one you want. And then they like you. And it was, at the time, it was very appealing and very <laughs> addicting. Um, but they all have, like, different personalities. I was 
addicted. But yeah, I played like seven of them at one time. Never Mystic Messenger because that one apparently would like would call you and you'd have to answer it. And that was I have a lot of phone anxiety. So that was an immediate <laughs> deal breaker. So I was like calling me on the phone? Absolutely not. As far as as far as Otome games go, I have um the Arcana on my on my phone still. The Arcana! <laughs> oh my god, I love the Arcana. I'm a big fucking Azra stan. <laughs> I love Portia so much. Oh, She's exactly my type of like idealized uh, woman. I... At this point, I think we lost the plot. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's a cover game. Fuck you, Sharky. Cozy game. Being in love is cozy. Um, I wasn't sure because yeah. like last thirty, the last thirty minutes were how her Haley's cozy games didn't make her cozy anymore. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry. Um, a very Haley-centric on... episode, but I love it. <laughs> Just they're... Haley venting so... about her games. So, like, uh, in that vein of like turning my brain off and like playing games, mm-hmm. I have a bunch of those on my phone. Um, a lot of just like Candy Crush esque match three games that you just like play until you fall asleep. Yeah. Those are those are also some of the ones that I I have. Um, one that's called uh, Small Town Murders or something like that that I kept getting ads for. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's see what it's about. Okay, that could be a whole, that could be a whole episode on its own. Just like these horny My ads. ads. <laughs> just Decca's, <laughs> Decca's ads that he gets for all his games and they're just progressively hornier. <laughs> so. See, I get stuff like that, but it's for like progressively hornier web comics or like progressively hornier like I get, I fantasy novels. Too yeah i get those uh, like under the willow tree the girls that get it get it (laughs) if you know you know (laughs) yeah just uh, that an hour (laughs) (laughs) so we got a few minutes but uh it's it was so funny because like we're gonna talk about cozy games you know games that make you feel nice and then Haley breaking down the moral reasons why she won't play minecraft anymore (laughs) they killed my dog the royal the moral panic that you have <laughs> playing a game where your 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 uh, your dog effectively got bombed, or the apparent like I buy groceries for my family in Skyrim, and it's just I like do. my kids get a present every time I come home. They're spoiled little bitches. Like they're like, can I have some money? And I'm like, yeah, here's like a thousand gold. And they're like, that's it. And I'm like, you <laughs> ungrateful assholes! People are dying. There is a civil war, and you're like, only a thousand gold? But then I'm it's like, like, remember when you were grateful when I gave you ten gold, and you're like, I could buy the whole market, and I'm like, here's a thousand dollars, and you're like... But then there's the, uh, yeah, Stardew Valley is a cozy game for me, except when I find this guy about to unlife himself on a mountain. <laughs> that was a one time! <laughs> and then it's like, then it's like, oh, but there's also this whole conspiracy theory about a love triangle and a bitch that eats rocks. but there's also like cute stuff like you can help like there's this lady who's a town like the town drunk and you can like change her life by like fixing the thing that gets her a job again you can like fix up her house and you like depending on what route well no matter what route you take you like transform a small town community which is great um I have never done the Joja path because it feels inherently evil to be like, oh, yes, I'm going to go to this fun, cute, small town and then sell it to a corporation. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that. That's like the easy way out. I'm not into that either. 
no, I like I like helping the Junimos because then they can help you on your farm with stuff, and they're fucking adorable. <laughs> after yeah, uh, giving it, after giving it some uh, more thought, I do have one cozy ish game I've been playing lately. I've just been playing a lot more Fall Guys. Fall Guys. <laughs> and I've been Fall yelling. Guys. I've been yelling at my jelly bean to move faster. <laughs> so. <laughs> But uh, I'll play on. Is your jelly bean licensed? Uh, your jelly no. bean, does your jelly bean like have a license from another property? No, I uh, think I got the uh, Twitch thing that they gave. So I think on PC, my guy is in a shark costume. <laughs> so <Aww>. on brand. <laughs> they had like the shark like pants and head, and it's like his face in the mouth, and it's just like this shark head like on top, like looking upwards. But uh, that one, that's mine. Yeah, I played that one every now and then too. It's been fun. Like it's just it's a less stressful Mario Party because you don't know the people you're playing with. So you're just trying to like do your thing instead of you like feel, your friend you, actively taking you over and you getting mad at them. You're like, "Oh, I'm just trying to do my thing and, you know, there's just people doing it better than me." So But also, it you don't feel as bad for like fucking them over. No, because like you lose, you just back out and go to a new one. It's not like you're continuing for the next hour to go through the same game that you're now mad at somebody about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Fall Guys has through, been... And then you beat their ass. Yeah, but Fall Guys has been really fun lately. I got on that bandwagon really late, but it's definitely a game I want to play more with people. So, it's been nice and cozy. But, yeah. Well, that, that was about was 40 minutes of... That was about 40 <laughs> minutes of... Haley expressing a variety of emotions. That was we a journey. Had, that was a journey a, they took you all on, and I'm sorry. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, of no, echo. no, no. A little bit. It was your topic, so. Yeah. I also uh, know better than to let me pick topics at this point. We had a little bit of a Echo the Dolphin, which is a nice little addition. Now, like I said, I don't really play a lot of cozy games. I'm usually on, like, doing something on Destiny, but when I decide that I'm done with that, I'll hop on to, like, Fall Guys or something. And I've, like, I've had Minecraft installed for years, and it's just one of those things I, like, just don't get on. So, I play Minecraft games I... with one specific person, uh, and she'll see this podcast eventually. So, shout out to you, Pachi. <laughs> Hi, Pachi. But, uh... <sighs> Yeah, I so guess we'll. I'm, I guess we'll I'm a wrap real it gamer. I'm a real gamer boy. I don't play games for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Big gamer boy. But I guess that's. I know we're. I know we're wrapping up. So I'll just keep this super brief. Like, <laughs> I feel like cozy games that are like marketed as cozy games definitely like lose you street cred in like the <laughs> gaming sphere. If you're like. It's- Oh yeah, what games do you play? And like Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing don't count. And I'm like, eat my whole ass? <laughs> question mark? Like, I'm sorry that I don't like hop on and I'm just like fucking slogging through FNAF security breach. Like, sorry that that makes me less of a gamer that I just want to go on there and just like make cute no, eyes any... at my sweet doctor husband. Like, no, anybody butt. who. Anybody who claims that playing certain kind of games does not make you a real gamer are people who have not had their penis touched in many years. <laughs> so <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they're just angry. That, we'll wrap they're up just, the episode. <laughs> they're just they're oh just God. angry, and they need something to yell at clouds about. So I'll I'll, I'll do the animaniacs. Good night, everybody. Good night.
<laughs> Thank you. This well, yeah, has been so. another glorious episode of the Without Context podcast. Are Tell we getting us good about at this your yet? favorite <laughs> games in in the comments below, or like add us on Twitter or whatever. Um, you can find links to all of our various social media accounts in our flow code in the video description box below, or I'm sure it's somewhere in Spotify land. Um, you can, I know you can find a lot of us on like Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, assorted stuff. Um, so go ahead and give us a like, comment, follow, helps our show grow and helps us know what kind of stuff you guys like. This has been Anxiety Lasagna, Deck of Ulti, and Sharky Hat. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.